Time Metal Podcast. Today is Monday, February 5th, 2024. This is a film and television podcast. We'll talk about our favorite films and television. My name is Caleb Chase. What up? Doing good, bro. How about you? Doing great, man. Um, you know, last time we talked, you know, uh, you're uh you're a Ravens or you're ready to play in the AFC championship, man. Uh how you feeling now? <sighs> that that was a dark day in this household, man. I'm not gonna cap with you. I was very distraught, very uh, upset with the showing that we put out. Salute to Lamar. He's still going to get MVP, but, man, that was that was a tough game to watch. Yeah. I didn't have any rooting interest, but just know that for the next week, I will be a Swifty. I will be a Swifty. Ah, you motherfucker. <laughs> it is what it is, you know. But I won't say fuck Taylor Swift because, like, I don't want that backlash, but I will say fuck the Chiefs. So okay, okay, all right. I get it. I get Swifties it. by association, please don't come for me. I get it. You know, uh, on today's episode, we're gonna we're gonna review uh, the 2022 movie, The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson. Um, Chase, let's get right into it. Um, when you found out that Pattinson was gonna be Batman, what did you think about that? Were you a, were you a fan of what he could do, or were you skeptical? I wasn't like skeptical per se, because everything I've seen him in prior to the Batman was like him kind of being an emo moody nigga. So like, I honestly kind of thought it was right up his alley and shit. Lo and behold, he ends up killing it. Like I thought he did great in it. This movie hit a lot better the second time around. This was my second time watching it like fully through. I've tried it before uh, previous times, but yeah, I've never like fully finished it until this past uh, weekend. And yeah, they snapped like all around and Battinson did his thing. Yeah, um, I wasn't skeptical of it, although I'd never seen him in, in anything ex- except for uh, Twilight. Um, I, I, re- I, re- I recently I recently watched um, Tenet, which I... Uh, I really enjoy. I've yeah. been hearing good things about that, but yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. <clears throat> yeah. I, 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 the lighthouse with him in it. Yeah, I did hear the tenant was going to be getting re-released uh, sometime this year because you know it was one of those movies that got that came out during COVID, so it didn't really get a chance at the box office or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, dude. This is I don't know. This is this is, this is. The Batman is a good movie. Um, I like how dark it is. Um, uh, this is a fun fact. There's only been one Batman movie where Batman, where you see Batman in daytime. Do you know what Batman movie that is? Uh, Dark Knight trilogy, one of them. Dark Knight Rises when he's fighting hey, okay. Bane, when he's fighting Bane at the end. That's the only time you see Batman during the day. All right. No, but, I had a feeling it was that one because shit, the whole uh, stadium collapsing shit that happened during daytime. So like, yeah, it did. I mean, it's um, gonna pop out for that. Yeah, dude. I, I I do really like this movie though. Like, bro, like this version of Gotham is like perfect. Like, it's fucking dark. It's always fucking raining. Like, it's raining nonstop, bro. Like, they must be in Seattle or some shit like that. Like, this shit, <laughs> this shit is this shit is raining nonstop. Like, the people of Gotham, like the the criminals, they're just terrible fucking people, bro. Like, oh my god. Like, why would like like why would a billionaire want to fucking live there? But um, yeah. Hey man, if that's your home. That's your 
I guess NYC type shit, you know. I guess Matt, Matt Matt Reeves though he he did do his thing with uh you know making Gotham this way. It's it's beautiful. It's so dark. Uh, the the music I love it. The Nirvana song. yeah the soundtrack really set the tone. Like the Nirvana hey, the Nirvana the Nirvana playing in the beginning that shit was tough. Um, I think I think I think I think uh, Michael Giacchino he he was doing you know all the instruments and stuff. With this movie, um, it's it's beautiful. It flows, it flows perfectly. Um, I do think it's a little too long. Like, yeah, like, like to me, the perfect ending of this movie is like when it ends after the Riddler gets captured. Like, just in the movie, yeah. there's like an extra forty minutes that don't need to be there, man. Like everything, yeah, that- the whole stadium flooding and shit or whatever. Yeah, it's like, bro, we don't need that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, the Riddler, the Riddler killing all those people and all that stuff, that was enough. You know, we didn't need him doing all that extra stuff. Um, but that's really, like, my only critique. Uh, another critique, though, is, like, I do feel like that they forced the Joker thing, man. Like, I love – Barry Keown is my I dude. Feel you, man. I love – I love I love Barry Keown. That's my guy. But that scene was just so fucking forced, bro. Like it worked perfect. It would work perfect as a post credit scene. I don't know why they did. They didn't do that. Like that makes so much sense. Yeah. Credit scene, but just to throw it like not in the middle of the movie, but like during while the movie was still going on, bro. Like that shit just did not fit at all. Like, what did you think about that scene, Chase? Yeah, the timing of it was a bit odd, and I remember thinking that too this time around. Just like. Like you said, yeah, as a post credit scene, it fits, but like for it to happen during like the the main storyline still going on, you know, like we're still like tying up loose ends and shit. Like why why introduce him this late in the game? You know, like he was not mentioned once and yeah, it's just weird placement. So yeah, they didn't stick the landing on the Joker uh placement, but hey. That doesn't ruin the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It doesn't ruin the movie, but I was kind of like, bro, really? Because like the other obvious example, of this is Batman Begins at the end, where Gordon shows Batman the uh, the Joker card. Like, I don't know. Like that just fit perfectly for some reason. And this one, this one just. Oh, that's a perfect way to end it. Yeah. This like, one. Ah, okay. Yeah. This one. This one just didn't. You know, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. But Chase, like, what did you think of some of the other characters? Like, you know, Carmine Falcone, you know, uh, John Tatura is him, you know, Selena Kyle, Zoe Kravitz. What did you, what did you think of Paul Dano as a Riddler? Uh, you know, my guy Colin Farrell is the Penguin. He looks unrecognizable. Andy Serkis is yeah. um, Andy Serkis is freaking Alfred. Like, what did you think of some of the side characters? So uh, I loved uh, Bruce's chemistry with Alfred and Gordon. Like, Alfred being like, they're still there's like a tough love relationship there. He doesn't want to try to do too much. Cause he's like, I know I'm not your dad, but like, I still care for you. I'm still going, you know, how your back type shit and Gordon to like really trust and respect this man, like two years into this shit, like that soon. And like really have his back the way he did. That just shows he's a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? So that was a really good portrayal of him. I like how uh, this really wasn't a comedic movie whatsoever, but if there was a comedic relief, it was Gordon. And yeah, he had a couple moments where like, 
he would do something or say something, the fucking thumb drive shit, you know, just like, oh, this guy thinks he's hilarious. Just like little remarks like that, that'll get you to chuckle like a handful of times throughout the movie. But um, I love Falcone and uh, Selena. I was not expecting their um, relationship, like for that to be her dad when I first watched it. So like that was a bit of a plot twist, but I loved how they executed it. Um, I hate Catwoman's mask. That shit is dog shit, or I guess cat shit. <laughs> she's not like, technically she. You know, she's she's not technically Catwoman, so I get it. Like she's just the cat burglar or whatever. No one ever. Okay, yeah, no one ever calls her. No one ever calls her Catwoman, but I get what you mean. Mm, but even still, like you couldn't get a full ski mask. Why is that shit just covering your nose? <laughs> like. That yeah. shit's, yeah, that shit blew me. And I get that. But yeah, the side characters uh, really pulled their weight too. Uh, Penguin was also good as fuck. Salutes Colin Farrell. Because, yeah, I was not expecting him to be Penguin when I first heard that. That was the casting that really, that I was uh, skeptical about. Because I'm like, how is how are they going to pull this off for one? And two, like, is he going to be able to pull it off like just like with acting and yeah, he knocked it out of the park, man. He was the most grimy of the villains, low key. The whole fucking uh, car chase scene, like that shit is cinema, man. Yeah, no, sure. Um, shout out to uh, Jeffrey Wright, though, you know, Commissioner, well, well you know, Gordon, you know, uh, he got that Oscar nomination for American fiction. So shout out to him. I doubt he's going to win. Hey, but, true. I doubt he's going to win, but you know, shout out to him. Um, he did his thing. That might be my favorite uh, Batman and Gordon relationship. Because to me, like if, if to me, like that relationship in this movie, it kind of like felt like they were like friends, you know, yeah. like, the Christian Bale, the Christian Bale one, the Christian Bale with. Uh, uh, so I can't remember his name, but the, the, the Christian, the Christian Bale one with his Gordon, it I don't know, like. I do love that because they like work well together, but it kind of seemed like they weren't like always aligned on everything. It felt right. like, it, but this this one, it felt like this Gordon and Batman were like a hundred percent aligned all the time. Yeah, like I think they both said it at least once, just like I don't trust anybody but you type shit. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like like Christian Bale's Batman was never gonna say some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, it just wasn't in his Batman's. Uh, DNA, I guess, but um, the Selena Kyle and, and Batman relationship that shit was cool because they they had like some real chemistry, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, like I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they was like fucking in real life, you know, like they had some real fucking. I can see it. They had some real fucking chemistry, man. Um, Paul Dano's the Riddler. I ain't gonna. I was against the, his Riddler at first, but just simply because of like the costume. Like I'm so used mm-hmm. to I'm so used to the green suit with the top hat. In the fucking yeah, I, I, that's what I wanted, you know, not completely Jim Carrey style, but just in the way he dressed. But mm-hmm. you know, this a little more zany, a little more quirky. Yeah, but, but this version of the Riddler, you know, the, I guess like the Zodiac Killer version, like that shit fucking worked, bro. And that shit was that shit was tough, bro. I feel like I was watching yeah. Saw. Like this nigga, Damn near. this nigga was putting in work. And honestly, you know, you hear sometimes about how like a good villain is someone like that you would like agree with, but. Like, how can you disagree with this Riddler, bro? Like, God, these these officials in Gotham, they were like pieces of shit. Like, oh my God, the shit they yeah. were doing. 
the shit they were doing to like these lower level communities in Gotham. Like, I completely agree with this motherfucker. You know, um, him putting him putting the commissioner through that rat trap. Well, that was kind of insane, but yeah, know, that shit was wild. <laughs> that, shit, that shit was insane, but you know, hey, it is what it is. You know, um, but yeah, agree with yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But Chase, like looking forward, like where do you think Batman goes in the future? You know, the the next movie's coming out next October. Um, like, what are you expecting from the next one? Are you expecting more of the same? Are you expecting to uh, see Riddler and Penguin pop back up? Or are you expecting uh, us to get some new villains? I don't think we'll get Riddler, but I wouldn't be surprised if Penguin pops back up. Like, yeah, he ends up uh, going to jail or getting caught after the car scene and shit, but come on. We know how Batman villains work. So, yeah, that's not a discounting that the Riddler couldn't do that as well, but shit. I don't think we're getting like an Arkham breakout too uh, too soon. Maybe in the third one we'll get something like that. But but yeah, I'm hyped to see a uh, Clayface. I fucked with him in the uh, Saturday morning cartoon Batman, so I'm curious to see how uh, they're gonna portray him in real life. I hope they keep um, keep the storyline of him being friends with bruce i feel like that would humanize bruce really well like if he's not black anymore that's i mean that sucks but that's okay i guess you know if he's not a cop anymore that's cool too because they really didn't allude to him having a friend on the force outside of commissioner gordon so like yeah i could never really didn't allude to him having any friends at all that's real but shit, the one uh, in the cartoons, like, they went to, like, high school with each other. They grew up with each other and shit. So I feel like that would be a nice uh, nice humanizing element. Good change of pace, maybe, just to, like, stir things up. So, yeah, I'd like to see something like that. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I don't know, man. I, they tease the Joker, bro, so I feel like you got you to gotta do the Joker now. I doubt that happens. You know, there's been rumors about Clayface. There's been rumors about fucking um, Robin. So, I, dude, I don't know. If, it, if Robin's in it, like, I'm kind of skeptical about it because I just can't picture this Batman with a Robin. But Same. Um, it's too soon. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, we'll see, but I'm really excited for it. You know, I'm really excited for it. And I think I'm really excited for Chase is Abbott Elementary Season 3. Um I found yeah. out about I found out about this show like two weeks ago, to be honest with you. And I've been Word? yeah, and I well, I won't say I found out about it, but I started watching it like two weeks ago. Okay. You know, and I've been binging it and whatnot. Um, when I started watching it, I was expecting this to be like a serious like show that kind of like they kind of they kind of like showed like the trials and tribulations of what it's like in like a black, you know, in like a black a charter school or whatever, but you know, I, was I mean, they kind of show that it's just not as serious. Kind of, it's 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 funny as hell. It's a funny ass fucking show, which I wasn't expecting. Um, what did no you same when I first got into it, I had no idea it was gonna be that funny. I went into it very uh, skeptical. I kind of, I was of the mind that sitcoms were dead before I saw uh, Abbott Elementary. They just don't like you. Just can't really do laugh tracks anymore. And it's like, I feel like humor has just like evolved and changed so much like over the last like 10 to 15 years. It's hard to really go crazy with a sitcom. <coughs> they no, got Elementary is 
a one of one. They are in a class of their own with that shit. Salute they got, to Quinita Brunson. Dude, they got the right fucking cast for this shit. Because, like, I don't remember. I don't. I, I can't remember everybody's name, but, like, the fucking Principal Ava. Like, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I mentioned this to you before that, like, her character is funny, but I do kind of feel like the jokes, it's just, it's just overboard with the jokes with her sometimes. But she's a funny ass. To me, the two funniest characters on the show are her. Um, what's 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 the white lady with the red hair's name? Melissa. She's funny. Yeah. Well. Mm, and then nah, yeah, she be killing me. <laughs> yeah, and then and then my guy, my guy, uh, my guy Greg. Like his character isn't overly funny, bro. But like the facial expressions that this nigga makes are just funny. Like with his eyes, yeah, you know, wide and shit. Like that shit. That shit's funny as hell. That shit mm. is funny as hell. Um. Like, what are some of your and favorite? Janine is funny as hell, too. Like, yeah. the main character. Yeah. What, what, like what, what, the goofy shit she be getting into, just like oh, and her, expecting. Her ex, her, her ex boyfriend, not the, not Vince Staples, but the other nigga, the nigga that's a rapper who always. Yeah, Zach Fox. <laughs> that nigga's hilarious, bro. Fucking Tariq. <laughs> yeah, that nigga's fucking stupid. That nigga's fucking dumb. Um, but yeah. yeah what, what are you, what are you, what are some of your uh, favorite moments from the show, though, like, funny-wise? Like, you got any in particular? Fucking, uh, me and you were talking the other day when, um, uh, what's the white teacher's name? The guy? Uh, I can't remember, but yeah, I know you're talking about. But yeah, when they uh, did the oh. reveal for his boyfriend or whatever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what I was expecting, but just not a black guy. <laughs> That shit had me howling, dog. <laughs> Apart from that show that I laugh at, like I go back and watch this video on YouTube a million times. It's like when that dude when the when when he had the podcast and he invited and he had and he had fucking Janine and Gregory on there and there was the other two kids like interviewing him. And then she's oh, yeah. like, and then she's like, so what questions do you have for us? And then the little and then the little and then the kids like uh so uh, my mama said that, she, that she's seen you in the club grinding up on uh, Professor Eddie. And then they, the way they look at each other, bro, I died, bro. Like, what kind of mom tells her kids some shit like that, first of all? Right. And the way, and the, way the little nigga said it, bro, I just died. And then, and then there's the other little kid who starts taking notes when they start talking about it. I was crying. Mm. That shit's funny as hell. Had to make sure he's getting his technique right. Yeah. They get some funny ass kids on this show, man. Um, nah, they really do. <laughs> but yeah, season three. What are you looking forward to? For me personally, a show like this, I don't really care about like the actual overall story. I'm more so just like going episode by episode, trying to find shit to laugh at. Like it's it's a it's a well written and a good show. But this isn't like a show that I'm like mm -hmm. critiquing the story or anything. I'm just like I'm pretty much just like enjoying the ride, and yeah. I'm curious to see what happens with. You know, uh, you know, Greg and Janine when they pretty, you know, they pretty much told each other that they really liked each other. So I'm really curious to see where that goes. Um, what about you? Yeah, I would say that's the main thing. I'm like looking forward to like seeing what uh ends up happening plot wise. Like, cause yeah, like you, I'm kind of just here for the laughs. I'm enjoying the moments and shit. I do like try to keep like the story uh, you know. Like, I keep track of main events and what's going on, but, like, yeah, shit. 
what else is there? Fucking is Janine gonna take a try at connecting with her mom again? Like, I don't know. Shit. Uh, oh, wait, her and her sister. She's got a sister, right? Then they do an episode I, about that. Yeah, bro. It's, it's old girl from the bear. I was like, oh shit. Oh, it is, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Yeah, she be out here, Doug. <laughs> respect, respect. Respect. Shout out to Ayo. Yes, sir. Respect. You know, but um, yeah, we're looking forward to that Abbott Elementary season three. I'm pretty sure that starts uh coming out on this Wednesday. So uh yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, you know, Chase, you know, here on Letterboxd lately, I've been seeing that they've been interviewing a lot of people asking them, you know, like, what are your four favorite movies of all time? So Chase, me and you, I want your top four favorites of all time. You don't have to go into crazy detail about these movies, but you know, just name off your four favorites of all time and, you know, pretty much just uh, give a quick little sentence or so as to why it's one of your favorites. All right. So, yeah, uh, had to get an anime one on there. I kind of made this list, like, spur of the moment. So, like, these are just four films I really enjoy. I don't know that I'd necessarily say they're my favorite all the time, but they're the ones that came up, that came to mind. Uh few hours ago when I started working on this. But uh, for my anime uh, slot, Your Name by uh, Makoto Shinkai, one of the goaded young directors in uh, Japan. And uh, long story short, it's like kind of a time-traveling love story. Two teenagers, they will dream that they are each other and there is a connection between them. Like they can talk and connect with each other, but like, yeah, they're trading places in their dreams. Sometimes it lasts longer than others. Sometimes it's just like, you know, a singular night, but yeah, as the story goes on, they get more connected and they want to meet each other. It's a really interesting tale. So yeah, that's one of them for me. Are we doing back and forth, or am I just doing my full list? Keep going. Just name them off. Go. All right. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. This one should have been on my Marvel list. It was not because I was high as shit and omitted it. But, yes, this is one of my favorite films in the MCU and favorite films all time. I've watched it multiple times, and I cry towards the end every time. Like, when fucking Groot sacrifices himself. And when they're all like down there, um, Star-Lord has a little dance battle with Ronan and shit. And then they all start holding hands, trying to hold the Power Stone and shit. Like, bro, this is my first time or the first time I watched it. Like, I didn't really know shit about Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm thinking like, damn, are these niggas going to just die in the first movie? Like, what is going to happen? Like, so yeah, that shit still hits like the first time. Uh, another movie I've watched multiple times and have cried just about every time, Pokemon, the movie 2000. Mewtwo was on bullshit. Mew is a real nigga. End of story. And uh, I wanted to try to come up with another live action movie, but I really couldn't think of one off the top of my head. So uh, South Park movie. 
South Park is one of my favorite TV shows, and their movie is a bit of a cinematic masterpiece. It's a musical and 10 times more raunchier than the show is, if you can believe it. And it's really an injustice that they haven't had another movie since that one, because that came out in like 2000. And yeah, they've only gotten better with time. So yeah, we need another South Park movie. Trey, Matt, if you're watching, listening. Man, that's a solid list, Chase. That's a solid list. Um, For me. Thank you. Good to see you. Yes, sir. My four favorite movies of all time, and this is this is my actual list. I've, I've I've been thinking about this list for a long time. This is my actual list. Number one for me is The Dark Knight. I mean, it's obvious, you know. I have a Heath Ledger Joker tattoo, so I feel like I'm obligated to have this movie be my favorite of all time. Um, yeah. To me, to me, this is the movie that like changed superhero movies, and also the reason why ten movies get nominated for a uh, Best Picture at the Oscars is because of this movie. That literally changed after this movie wasn't nominated. So it just says all you need to know about The Dark yeah. Knight. Um, next for me, Pulp Fiction. I fucking love this movie. You know, um, certain aspects of it haven't aged very well, but I love the freaking dance. I love the freaking dance. I love the diner scene with Uma Thurman and John Travolta. Like, to me, that's just, just iconic. I love a good dance scene, and that shit is fucking amazing. Um, Next for me, Avengers Infinity War. Like, we just got done talking about our MCU list. That was number one for both of us. And, like, I can just watch that movie back to back to back to back to back. Like, I can, I, lo- I love that movie so much. You know, a lot of shit happens. And, you know, Russo Brothers did their fucking thing. And then last for me, you know, um, I don't think you, I don't know if you see this when we chase it, but Seven, this is a David Fincher uh, crime thriller movie. Um, the Batman. I've heard good things. Yeah, you need to watch it, but it's pretty much it's pretty much the Batman without Batman. You know, in the movie, you know, uh, Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. There's some detectives trying to solve this guy who's going around killing random people and leaving clues. Who ends up being Kevin Spacey? But you have to watch the movie because, like, there's a great there's, there's a crazy plot twist at the end, and it's fucking insane. Like, I remember watching it with Kisten, and she was kind of blown. And I was fucking blown the first time I seen it. Like, yeah, yeah. fucking watch seven. But yeah, those are my uh, four favorite movies of all time. Um, that's all we got for today. You know, on Thursday we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Sony universe. Um, Madam Web's coming out next week, so uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Chase, I'll talk to you on Thursday. Show, bro. Love later.